This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director since 1977. We're going to be talking to Dax Bryden, Z8 Coordinator, John Setzer, Vice President, and Josh Brewer, CEO of LifeLight, who has a big, big thing coming up in Sioux Falls here in just a few weeks. So first of all, Dax, we'll start with you. Z8 is what? Yeah, Z8 uh, is Generation Z, and it's um, an eight-second attention span. That's what Z8 stands for. And it's just LifeLight's uh, Gen Z movement that we have going on. It's youth-led, and we uh, have worship nights that go on all the time, prayer walks, and we have a, a big conference every year. Well, you had a big thing at the arena. How did that go last year? Yeah, night? that that went great. That was on that was May thirteenth. It was a great night. Just it was awesome seeing the city come together and just uh, worship God. There was great prayer going on. So many people, lives were changed. My life was changed, and just seeing everyone come together was just very encouraging and just awesome to see. Well, that kind of set the stage for what's coming up on September third. It's just a few weeks away. Summer's been going by so fast. You had some other events, I think, around the area this summer. Yeah, um, we try to every four weeks. We try to have an event going on, just a little one. So Friday we had a we had a worship night downstairs in the the basement of the youth center, and there's probably 17 high schoolers down there just praising God and just praying, and it's such an awesome thing going on. And, and we have a few more lined up here in the future. So well, we think of downtown as a place maybe where you don't want to hang out after 10 o'clock, but uh, you can say that uh, the teenagers in your place downtown, which it's located downtown is uh, a good example for others. Uh, John Setzer and Josh Brewer, Vice President, CEO. So with those who don't know, and I say this every week, there's 7,000 people, they say, move into Sioux Falls every year. For those who don't know, what is LifeLight? Oh, man. Uh, so we exist at LifeLight to take the church outside the walls with the life-changing message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, one thing we've realized in the past is uh, a lot of people have different thoughts on church and different thoughts of, of who God is and whether God exists and who Jesus is, but we exist at LifeLight to simply proclaim the message of Jesus and to get people plugged into the local church. And uh, by His grace, we've we've been seeing that happen now since 1998. So it's been, uh, this is the 25th year anniversary, and I know you've, John, you've been in radio a lot longer than that. We don't quite uh, hold a candle to, to your record, but man, we are so proud of the 25 years. I remember hearing something about in a backyard. That's where it all started, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. In the, in the front lawn of Good News Reformed Church, and uh, it's it's pretty cool to see and hear so many stories of people throughout the community that remember those days. I don't, I don't know if you were there, John, but uh, I know you've been a longtime partner and friend of the ministry, but it's, it's, it's a bit overwhelming to hear of so many people that have been so involved for so many years, and we're so grateful for every one of them. 25 years goes by very fast from the, the Fairgrounds Grandstand to Wildwater West to a farm out by uh, uh, Worthing. Yep, Worthing, uh, out yeah. by Worthing. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes up to 300,000 people in a cornfield. Woo! And people. Uh, for a lot ev- of people. Well, you're now affiliated with Billy Graham Crusade, which is one thing that it, you can put on your resume. Yeah. Um, but you've been in many different countries. Al Green, I know he's been talking about places he's been in Pakistan and uh, Mexico back when it was not quite as dangerous, but still was a great concern. Still, you have ties to many places around the world. Yeah, absolutely. We have ongoing work in uh, Pakistan, in Ivory Coast, in Cuba. We've been to Cuba many times, uh, Mexico. I think my father-in-law, what, by the way, Alan, uh, he's still my father-in-law. He's okay. uh, quite proud uh, to be my father-in-law, I'm sure. And uh, <laughs> the greatest thing about Alan is that he gets to be my father-in-law. That's what I like to say. Uh, but, you know, he's been in 30-some countries. My wife and I have been in 20-some countries. We have been able to tell people about Jesus all over the world. 
Well, John Setzer, tell us about what's coming up on September 3rd, because the city of Sioux Falls has basically said, okay, what can we do for you? And basically giving you carte blanche a little bit, I think all the way from railroad uh, station to all the statue of David, I think coming up. Yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, I'll tell you, after we get so many phone calls of people here in this community and, and all around South Dakota really asking us, when are you guys going to bring the festival back? When is the festival going to come back? And our CEO, Josh Brewer, he had a vision of, he's like, okay, well, if we bring the festival back, let's bring it back to downtown. Let's bring it, you know, to the heart of the city. And so on September the 3rd, we are going to be bringing the Lifelight Festival back to downtown Sioux Falls, right in the heart of the city. And we're so excited. You know, we appreciate you and all of the uh, supporters, everybody that's had a hand in this, all of the volunteers. You know, our city's been great to work with. So it's just, it's been amazing. It's exciting. Downtown, like I say, I, I go to the dog park down there all the time with my dog Gizmo. I'm sure some people out, he's, he's kind of the favorite of some people, but uh, the main thing is, again, after 10 o'clock, you get a little uneasy. After midnight, um, people say, don't just walk alone. So this is really taking it to the core of the city at a time when uh, it's very, very important. I mean, it used to be you could throw a bowling ball down to Phillips Avenue and not hit anything, but now downtown is, is becoming quite a, uh, a village uh, in itself. A lot of people living downtown, a lot of them have dogs. But on the other hand, tell us exactly I, I know that Skillet is coming, and even the, the people in uh, our rock and roll station here know who Skillet is. Uh, they're very popular across the board. Uh, tell us about the lineup. And, and, okay, it's a Sunday, so I know a lot of the churches are going to be bringing all their congregations down. If you get up Sunday morning down there, what's going to happen? Oh, for sure. So, um, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit to this, and I'm also going to let Josh jump in here because he is he's over here. He's poking me. He's excited. <laughs> he, he just wants to share so much. And so, you know, what we are encouraging everybody to do is on Sunday morning, we want you to go to your local church because we don't start until 12 o'clock. We want to give everybody time to go to their local church, but we're starting right at the time to where after you go to church, you can come to downtown Sioux Falls and we have food trucks that are going to be everywhere. There's local businesses down there that are going to be serving um, lunch. And so we want people to come downtown, come and have dinner. Let's fellowship together. And I'm telling you, when it comes to the lineup, this is probably the best one-day lineup that Lifelight has ever had in the history of the ministry. And so we got um, we got Skillet, we got Jeremy Camp, um, you know, Josh, he's going to be speaking there. I'm going to be speaking as well. Um, Alan Green's going to be speaking there. We got Tyrion, we got Colton Dixon, we got Kay Thompson. I mean, it is I mean, it is a fire lineup, and we also have. Um, a uh, hip hop art, a Christian hip hop artist by the name of Holvey that a lot of Gen Z is super excited about. Um, they listen to a lot of his music, and so we are just pumped. Well, the how many acres did the city say that you can you can use on this, Josh? Uh, you know, total, it's about twenty acres of downtown property that were taken over between Eighth and Railroad and the CNA uh, two story parking garage and uh, a field that kind of comes around a little way south of 8th and Railroad, and then also you jump the river, you go over to Faywick Park. Uh, it's about 22 acres total, and uh, you know, we, we don't we don't really know how many people are going to be there. You know, some people say as uh, 5,000 people, some people say as many as 50,000 people. Um, we don't really know, but we just know that God is going to do something special on September 3rd, and uh, and we just can't wait to see what that is. 
just a uh, you know a note for those who uh, used to go to Sioux Falls over the viaduct. It'll be closed off downtown uh, for that that one Sunday afternoon. Uh, so they'll have to detour around the viaducts down by uh, downtown Sioux Falls just because of that. Because you're going to have so many thousands of people. Uh, the pineapple, the uh, that's his nickname over at Union Gospel Mission. He says it's going to be hundred thousand. Yeah, pineapple. Yeah, he he says it's going to be a hundred thousand. Uh, but this again is down in a district where there's the banquet, where there's the Union Gospel Mission, uh, so many of the uh, homeless services, uh, uh, that kind of thing too. Uh, so you're you're actually by example of just being seen, these people will have a chance to observe and and uh, uh, see that there is hope. I guess is the one thing that really comes out of all of this is that there's hope. Um, loneliness is a big thing about uh, what Christianity is all about. Uh, if it uh, it can only be defined as hope when everything is hopeless. Uh, yet one out of three homeless are veterans. Uh, they don't think anybody cares. They don't think anybody uh, would miss them. There's 22 veterans a, a day that uh, you know commit suicide. So there's there's people down there that will see um, just by example, and and that's one thing that Lifelight has always been is hey, why don't you come along with me, it's free, and listen to the music like Skillet and, and the people you're talking about. Um, and then all of a sudden they get to see more than, there's something about music, isn't it, Josh? It is, yeah. you know. And the beauty of Life Light, you know, I think our name says a lot. And what we want to do, we know that the times here in America, um, here in Sioux Falls, things are changing and the times are getting darker and darker but what we want to do is to shine the light of Jesus Christ um, into some of the darkest places of our society. And really, you know, our goal at Lifelight is, you know, we have a heart to share the gospel. And, you know, we do that through um, Christian music festivals. But at the Lifelight Festival, you know, there's something for everybody. You know, you talked about the veterans a little bit earlier. You know, we're going to be having people out there giving out waters. The, you know, the church community has been tremendous and helping out with this. There's going to be a lot of churches coming to volunteer at that, you know, helping us work the prayer tent, you know, talking with people because what we've seen is sometimes people, they just need somebody to talk to. They just need somebody to listen and just to show that they cares. And that makes a world of a difference. There's many Christians that are trying to find something that they can do that has meaning uh, and purpose. Um, if you've seen the movie uh, sound of freedom, people say, well, what can I do? Uh, yes. We had a farmer from Flandre on here a couple of weeks ago that uh, brings baseball uh, paraphernalia down to uh, uh, Nicaragua, and the things that he's been able to accomplish just to, you know as a farmer from Flandre, uh, it's, it's a worldwide thing that he does now. But uh, getting back to this is any age, any age feels these same things, and I want to come back to uh, uh, Dax because. Uh, you know, the fact that people can see some professional uh, uh, skateboarders and what BMX and that? Yeah, there's going to be um, a kids' area along with stunts, and um, from the stunt dudes, they're going to be putting on a great show. There's going to be flips and skateboarders, and just be such an awesome time for all the kids to go down there and hang out. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a gathering. It takes a village, and this is a village in itself, uh, in a sense. Of the food trucks are going to be amazing. There's people downtown that are going to keep their shops or stores open just for this afternoon on, on September 3rd. Uh, it's still time if people want to uh, say, can I put up a booth or tent or that type of thing uh, with our nonprofit or that type of thing, can they still get a hold of you, Josh? 
Absolutely. I, I would encourage everybody to go on to lifelight.org. They can find out all kinds of information about the festival, um, about who we are and, and what we do and how people can get involved, whether it's through volunteering or giving to support this or being a vendor, uh, however they can get involved. But I love that you mentioned about the local businesses because, you know, regardless of what you believe, regardless of, of what your what your outlook is on the church or God or whoever, regardless of what you believe or where you come from, we want this to be a good event for our community. So we want all the local businesses to, to come back and say, man, this was a great thing for my business. This was a good thing for our community. All people are involved to this festival, whether young or old, or, you know, there's something out there for everyone, as John and Dax have said. Um, the businesses are going to stay open. And, you know, uh, no matter who you are, there is something out here for everybody. There's something at the event for everybody. And we want this to be a good event for all people involved in our community because we believe we live in a, an incredible community and, uh, and is deserving of the best. And, and we want to give this community the best. Well, people have been asking you for decades, how do you get 300,000 people in the cornfield? Okay, now it's going to be uh, how many people downtown in a city like Sioux Falls. Uh, we live in a very good place. I think I'm very lucky to to have uh, been born here. Uh, I could have been one of the Lost Boys. I could have been in, you know, uh, Nicaragua. I could have been, you know. Kids don't get a chance to choose who they uh, have as parents or where they're born. Yeah. And uh, this is a good chance to say, okay, I think there's a lot of kids out there that think the world's going to end in 10 years, climate change, all that kind of thing, and they feel kind of hopeless. Uh, Dax, yeah. I think uh, you've seen that. Yeah, um, yeah, I have seen that, and especially in the youth center. There's just a lot of um, hopeless kids and people that just don't come from very good backgrounds. Um, some don't have food at night. Some don't have family. Some don't have a church to go to. And um, it's just awesome seeing the opportunities that, that Lifelight can put out. For, for example, that's how I came to Christ was the Lifelight Youth Center. Um, I, I used to feel hopeless and not loved, and um, I started going to the youth center, and it changed my life. And um, and seeing all the kids that I get to hang out with now and, and, and work there with them and um, feed them and disciple them, it's just super cool to, to see how kids' lives are changed and how they go from hopeless um, to, to home. Well, all of us here know what the youth center is. For those who have never seen it, uh, give us a description. If they, if they come to the corner of where, what are they going to see? Yeah, if you uh, go to uh, 420 South Duluth Avenue, that's where our youth center is at. And um, when school starts, it's going to be open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 4 to 8. Um, middle schoolers and high schoolers from to age 10 to 18 uh, can come hang out. We, ha- we serve a meal. We have a snack bar. We have video games. We have a basketball court. We have an event hall in the basement. Um, we play Gaga ball. We have so many activities planned out and we just love to hang out with the kids and, um, we do a devotion every day and we disciple the kids. We hang out with them and, and we just provide a safe place for them to, to be and become and, um, just to share the, the hope of Jesus Christ with them. How many years now? It's been a few. Uh, I think we, it's been, I think this is coming on the fifth year now already, man. Time, time goes by fast. I think the story of how you got into that part of the building Give us the history of that a little bit. Yeah, so we're just so thankful for God's Grace Church. You know, that church has been on that same corner of 13th and Duluth uh, since 1870, I think, um, if I remember right. Um, So for well over 100 years, uh, they've occupied that corner, and uh, uh, they weren't using half of their building, and so we went and met with them, and uh, they were gracious enough to 
to uh, allow us to use half their building to start a youth center specifically to reach the next generation. Um, and we wanted it in that area because we know that uh, kids from that area, kids from Pettigrew Heights and areas similar to that, they don't have the means to travel. They don't have the means to get to the outskirts of town. So we wanted it to be right on their front doorstep uh, where they can ride their bikes, they can walk, but yet uh, the middle-class families, the upper-class families, they have the means, they can get down there, and uh, and we're seeing uh, God transforms li- transform lives through the youth center also. Just a few blocks from the bus route, you know, if you look at the bus routes. But, uh, yeah. Dax, uh, the thing that impressed me is uh, you have a place where music, in other words, bands can play, and, and uh, it's, it's a stage that has all of the lights, it has all of the PA system, it has all of the sound system, where basically a guy can walk in with his guitar and just plug in. Yeah, yeah. They, we, As I said earlier, we have worships uh, every few weeks, and we've been having them downstairs in the basement, and it's got everything that we could need that God God gave to us, and it's got a stage, you know, lights and, and everything, and it's just super awesome. And um, something that it gave me gave me an opportunity to learn how to run all that stuff too mm-hmm. um, from not knowing how any of that worked to, to start going into that basement. And um, people showing me how everything works it just gave me another opportunity to share the gospel. Well, Josh, you said walk or ride a bike uh, Well, at the festival, September 3rd. Yeah, you can walk, you can ride your bike, you can have an e-bike. Uh, I see people with these one wheel uh, things and, yeah. and electric. You, you uh, don't ride those, John. You're you, you're not on those. I, I I would love to, but if I fell <laughs> once, I probably would never get up again. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, they have electric scooters. Are, what I'm saying is, you can take a taxi. Uh, there's not bus service on Sunday, but I'm sure a lot of the churches will have buses. There's vans. Uh, get a you know ride share with somebody. You can even take an Uber. There's so many ways that you can get there. Um, yeah. And if you're there, I'm sure you don't have to worry. Somebody will always make sure you can get back. It's like at the youth center uh, for after school. A lot of parents are saying, well, that's a good place that my, my son or daughter can go to that I know is going to be safe until uh, I pick him up, you know, that type yep. of thing. Uh, Absolutely. We're, man, we're telling people, uh, no, do whatever it takes to get there. Take a plane, a car, <laughs> ride your bike. It's right on the bike trail. Do whatever it takes to get there. But you just got to get there because God's going to do something special there. It's free, so there's no reason for people to not come. Uh, but just get there. One, I forgot. You can kayak there. There you go. Take a boat. Yep. Take a boat. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're right along the river there. Uh, so, you know, maybe bring us uh, an umbrella if it's going to be sun or rain. Uh, maybe sun tan lotion or, uh, you know, whatever you, or blanket, maybe if you want to sit on the grass. Uh, but like I say, you'll be able to hear this all the way up to the statue of David. Yeah. And we've, um, we've gone to a great, to great extents to make sure that the people know exactly what it is they need to bring. So if you look on all of your social media outlets, you'll see, um, you know, informational videos. We have, um, informational graphics talking about what to bring, what not to bring, and so really what we wanted to do is we want to make sure that there's not any excuse why anybody that is a part of this community, a part of this state, a part of this region, why they can't come and be a part of this event. Because we feel like God is going to do something amazing. Well, if you just got off the bus, you can walk to it. Uh, and all you have is your backpack. Uh, that's all you need. Uh, there'll be somebody there that can help you if you need water, whichever. Dax. You said that uh, the youth center was very important to you. What are the, what are the kids saying about this September third? The, the kids are actually really surprising me. They actually want to help out with um, the festival. They they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves, which is super encouraging. 
and they're so excited. They're 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 always asking us questions. How the, how can they help? How can they get involved? What can they do? Um, sometimes they're asking if they can get on stage, and it's just it's super <laughs> funny to see some of these kids and how they act in the youth center, and then they want to help out with this. And um, but it, it is really cool to see what these kids want to do and that that they want to help. So, do you want to run the sound system? Dude, absolutely not. <laughs> Dax is a star. Dax is going for my job. That's what Dax wants to do. He's he's getting up in age. So. Well, that's one thing is that if every life light, it's it's like a huge concert. I mean, it, it's got all of the uh, the big time uh, things that make it sound good. Uh, Josh and and John, I think. Um, uh, what are people? You know, how can people help that have never been to church before? Well, I think the beauty of our events is that we attract so many people that has never been in a church or maybe they're, they're experiencing, you know, experiencing some church hurt or something that has happened in their childhood and in their past. And But what we're able to do is we're able to be a bridge for them back to the church or a bridge to the church uh, for them for the first time. And when you bring in a band like Skillet, you know, I, I was in a, I was in a tattoo shop uh, not too long ago just putting up some flyers. And when they seen the flyer of Skillet, they're like, Skillet's going to, they're going to be here? Where at? And everybody's asking me, how much is it? How much does it cost? How much does it cost? And I said, I'm going to do you guys a special favor. (laughs) It's free. And so, um, you know, so they were really like, they were like, no, seriously, where's the link? Where can we go to buy tickets? I'm like, no, seriously, it's free. And once they finally realized that I was being serious, they're like, we will be there. And, you know, and this was, um, you know, in a place, you know, I'm seeing all these uh, demonic relics and stuff all over the walls and that kind of deal. But the beauty of it is um, these people are going to have an opportunity to uh, be exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, and my hope is that um, the Lifelight team, all of our volunteers, our prayer warriors, and, the ch- and that the church would be there with open arms to welcome um, those people in. Skillet, by the way, if you don't know who it is, they fill up auditoriums, uh, arenas uh, on their concert tours. I think they're going to be in Brookings in November, and they'll probably fill their big auditorium up there. Um, Josh, what are some of the things that, you know, you married into the family, so uh, you've been with it for a while, but uh, uh, what are some of the things in the past Lifelike concerts that are memories that you'll never forget? Oh, man. Um, you know, first of all, meeting John. <laughs> <laughs> The team that we get to work with. There you go. That's uh, we have an incredible board. We have an incredible staff, and so many memories. We're we're all friends. We're not just coworkers. We're all friends, and uh, and it makes it a special place to be. But I would say, the one thing that um, has really been something special and endearing to me is since we've uh, announced the launch of this festival, since we announced this return to Sioux Falls, we've gotten just flooded by emails and text messages and phone calls of people sharing their stories from, oh, I proposed to my wife at that, at that festival, or, um, man, I gave my life to Christ at that festival, or, you know, all kinds of things. Um, and this festival really did mean a lot to a lot of people over the last 25 years. And it's just, uh, and it's not anything special about us. We're just a bunch of ordinary people, but, you know, God does extraordinary things through ordinary people all the time. And, uh, so that makes this uh, a pretty special thing that God's doing, as well as my own life, you know, my own personal story. Um, before I ever even met uh, any of the Green family, before I knew much about Lifelight and was a new believer, a friend invited me to this event back in 2004, 
And I remember being a football field away from the stage and uh, uh, just hearing these these people that were a bunch of odd-looking people, to be honest, uh, sing this music. It turns out that they're the newsboys way back when. And, man, I can never remember the, the feeling, or I can never forget the feeling of... Uh, a feeling, even though I was a football field away from the stage and there's a hundred thousand people there, I felt like, man, they were singing to me and, uh, and that God is a, even though it's a seemingly, uh, not a very intimate setting at a festival, but yet God can speak to each and every person there as if they're the only people in the crowd. And, uh, and that's what the festival means to me. That's what we see God doing through these big events. And it's just something endearing and something special that so many people share similar stories of what this thing means to them. A lot of the churches are working with you then. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're so in awe of the number of churches that are supporting it, that are giving of finances, giving of time, giving of resources, and, and not only uh, churches, John, but also many other nonprofits. So like you mentioned, Union Gospel Mission, uh, you mentioned the uh, Faith Town Food Giveaway, Volunteers of America, the Salvation Army, like, so many people are are on board the mission ball. I mean, it's it's too many people to even uh, to even probably mention, but but they know who they are, and uh, and I'm so thankful for every single one of them. If anybody has ever wondered, um, it, it's it's kind of like the I'll, I'll put it in a, in a different way that maybe some other people might understand. A lot of the World War II veterans never talked about what they saw in, in World War II. It, your brain isn't wired to see some of those things. But yet there was the Legion Halls, the Elks, the Moose, all of those service clubs. It was because they could sit at a bar next to another veteran, and they understood without saying a word. And it's kind of like that, too, when you come to the lifelight. You can be in a group of people that are total strangers, and yet you know exactly. Um it's 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 hard to put into words, but music is part of that. It's only music that can sometimes say that. Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, um, music is a powerful thing uh, in culture. You know, music helps shape culture. And uh, we weren't, we didn't back in 1998. My father-in-law didn't intentionally go out and decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing in Sioux Falls because of live music or anything like that. Um, but it just that's just continues to be the vehicle that God has given us since 1998. And man, we're so thankful because music is a major part of culture and it's a great way to communicate a message to people. It's a great way to bring people together. As you mentioned, um, in today's culture, there's a million reasons of why people shouldn't like each other. You know, you look different from me or you sound different or you believe differently or you, you know, you voted for a different guy than I did, you know. There's a million reasons of why we shouldn't be friends, um, but yet for just maybe one day at the Life Light Festival, because of music, because of food trucks, because of the action sports guys, um, and most importantly to us, our whole mission is, is Jesus. But because of all of these elements and all these different ways of communicating things to culture and shaping culture, we can maybe forget about our differences for a day and all come together and uh, and just have a barbecue on a lawn and listen to some live music that is powerful in live music that is not just entertaining but for a purpose. You'll see a lot of smiling, smiling people, uh, good food, good music, 
what else could you ask for on a Sunday day, uh, September 3rd, Labor Day weekend? Well, we're hoping for sunshine. And uh, so if we could put in a request for that, sunshine and a beautiful day with no rain would be amazing. Well, sometimes dancing in the rain is fun, too. Um, <laughs> run down quickly the, the, uh, the Jeremy Camp. Who else is all besides Skillet there? So Skillet is the headliner, and they love to blow stuff up. They are known for putting on a big show. Um, so we're excited about that. Then, of course, you mentioned we have Jeremy Camp coming. We have Colton Dixon coming, who was a finalist on American Idol a number of years ago. It was on actually two different seasons of American Idol, um, but a finalist one of the years. And uh, uh, we have Champions Forever coming, who's a basketball trick team, who is finalist on America's Got Talent. We have Rhett Walker, who is kind of a country rock sounding artist who people are going to love. Uh, and then, of course, we have a bunch of the old newsboys, um, Phil Joel and Peter Furler and Brian Olson. A bunch of the original newsboys are coming back together uh, for this special event. Um, we also have Halvey, who is a up-and-coming hip-hop artist. And, uh, uh, man, too, too many great things to, to name, um, but we're, we're bringing it all together and we're fitting it all in one day because we have a pretty amazing team. It's all free. Dax Bryden, Z8 coordinator. John Setzer, Josh Brewer, vice president, CEO of the Lifelight. One of, oh, I was going to say real quickly, you have an office in Minnesota happening now. We do. We have a right on 23rd and Minnesota, uh, 1412 South Minnesota Avenue is the address. And, uh, you know, we just want it. We, we believe in our team. We believe in our mission. And we believe it's important to be visible in a community, especially a community as great as Sioux Falls. And uh, uh, so now we're very visible. Um, and we are encouraging people, come on by, uh, come, come get a cup of coffee, come get some water. We would love to see you in our new offices. Thank you for being with us on Forum.